Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another commentary podcast recording for Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion. This time, episode 41, The Dauntlessness of Joey Scalzetti. Hello. Hello. How are you? Mr. Assistant Director Jim Hamilton in the house. Hello, I'm fine, sir. How are you? Ooh, I'm just peachy and writer dude Jeffrey Bridges. Dude, extraordinaire. Dude. So, what do we have in store for us this month? We have a lot of dauntlessness and a lot of Scalzetti. Yes, indeed. And a lot of Umkasharp stick injector. Nom, 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 nom. Yes, it was a good stick injector there. You injected it good. Apparently so did Misfortune Divide. <laughs> As you shall soon hear, for those who haven't heard the episode. But if they haven't, you should go listen to the episode first and then hear the podcast. Commentary, podcast, yeah, that. <clears throat> so this is so. The, um, the episode after the last um, time jump. There will be no more uh, time jumps for the rest of the show, so we're done with those. Oh. We're done the with the run. time jumps. Yep, last ten Yay. episodes. Straight, straight to Farewell, the time jump. We knew you well. <laughs> you served us so well. Starting to feel a little bit like Star Trek. <laughs> the skyscrapers of New York City sound weirdly enough like a uh, like the sound of a P-47's engine hmm, or propeller. Good job mixing too. Why, thank you, sir. I try. You're welcome, sir. You're welcome. It's nice to actually hear Billingsley as part of an episode instead of just the end credits. He's been there for a while, for a, a yeah. few episodes at least. Um, nice to get him back into the mix. And the, uh, the, the I was going to say the Unger twins, but I think that's wrong. <laughs> I think the Unger twins are often kept inside Ursula's shirt, you know. Zing, zing. Yeah, that was a bad one. But anyway... Thank you. Okay, Joey, you're with me. I thought of it right in the spur of the moment. Now I want to hear Unger saying, Unger Twin Pilots, activate! It'll be in the blooper reel. Hear that? Hear that? Yes, it'll be in the blooper reel, yes. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Once again, this is another... Um, episode where I, I was wondering I'm always wondering how much of the extra plane noises that I should put mm -hmm. in in and around the dialogue the the plane zooming in and out of the of the airspace around the the person whose cockpit we're supposed to be in right in this one I believe it's Joey <coughs> excuse me but I think uh, I think I was able to not put too many flybys so that uh, people weren't too confused as to what was going on. And I think I only used one airplane zooming noise, one or two airplane zooming noises, even though there are two types of airplanes mm -hmm. in the sky in here, the, the Thunderbolts and the Puck Wolf. Right. I didn't actually use any single uh, 
Zumbai noise for the uh, the Puck Wolf 190s. I'm sorry about that. That's it. Well, I don't think anyone would really be able to tell because I don't think we've got anyone in the audience who can identify the sort of plane flying by by the noise it makes, so... It should be okay. But now that you've told them... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I haven't told you which plane sound effects they are. Ha-ha! <laughs> so go searching and see if you can find it. There'll be a contest later. And I forget which uh, machine gun. That's that's an actual. That's a machine gun um, firing sound that I've I've done some uh, filtering to to make it sound like bullets from the uh, the the thunderbolts. Oh, very nice. Short staggered bursts of of machine guns. Were too close for missiles. If I missed them, I'd take out one of the skyscrapers. If I hit them, the explosion would take out. It's just New York. It'll survive. And so ah. Joseph's mind raced back a few years. There are two great big skyscrapers in... Oh, wait, that already... Never mind. Uh, oh. Oh. Too soon? Uh, might be too okay. soon. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> yes, that was uh, one of the slam noise that Dixie used to uh, throw people uh, against planes. Ah. Sequestered, and then I think I like uh, increased the volume by like 200 percent. What might that be, you useless jerk? Original buildings he learns from his mistakes. He does. I mean, he does. I wanted to say here this whole bit of uh, sound effects between the announcer dialogue here. I thought that was all really nicely done. It sounded great. Oh, this one with the <laughs> yeah, with the gunshot and the. The yeah, the, up through the gas and everything. Yeah, really good. Oh, thank you. The gas is actually a spray, like a uh, 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 water spray. Mm -hmm. um, the closest thing I could find to gas being dispersed in the air is a, a water spray, like a hose spray. And the uh, the bullet was an actual bullet sound. Uh, I forget. It was like a pistol bullet sound. And cool. then um, one of my impact sounds had a ricochet that was just, you know, ricochet on metal. Mm -hmm. Perfect for that. Yeah, it sounded great. And then the flaming uh, flaming thunderbolt noise was one of the ones I used for, like, back in episode 12 when they were attacking the castle and Lily's right, plane was on way. fire. Mm -hmm. And now we're in Jim's bailiwick. Jim. <laughs> You have a stick injector now, Mister. <laughs> I do. You do? Do you? Do you own a stick injector? Have you tested it out? <laughs> is it as wonderful as the commercial says it is? I don't make it sound as hot as M does. Well, no one does actually, but uh, that's <laughs> and, why she is. Have anybody reacting to it the way you guys did? <laughs> You know, it's funny, I was actually uh, doing the line reads with her when she recorded her lines for this, and uh, I kept pushing her to go for the, as she puts it, porny line read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a little surprised by that when I listened to it. I was like, okay, that wasn't quite what I envisioned when I wrote it, but it works. You know, it was something about the way when she was reading the lines, she said the Umkasharp stick injector, and I went, uh huh. Mm. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> combined with, uh huh. I usually get 
from from you guys and Bill at least one read of some of the uh, response lines to what she says, mm-hmm. where you're kind of reacting to her legs or her sexiness or whatever. Or so her skirt. I just kind of intuitively figured I would mm. get those line reads from you guys, and in fact, that is exactly what I got. <laughs> we aim to please. And you do. And I am. And boy, this is going back quite a ways for the reference. Like who is calling this month? On the robot dollars and uh, and Umket Frothy coming up. Those were a long time. I had to go back to those scripts oh, and yeah. like, look them up. I didn't remember a lot of the details. Uh, to yester month. <laughs> or yesteryear. Yesterday. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what a great save. Way to go, Noel. Yay. He knows! <laughs> now, what was the sound you used for the froth being applied? Um. <laughs> you know, p- I think in that particular noise. case, it was probably a can of, uh,. Of of uh, shaving cream. Imagine. A stick injector sounded like a knife. <laughs> like I a blade being like right. a. Yeah. I mean, like a really, really, really sharp blade, like a like a hunting knife or something, being lifted from yeah. its sheath. That's what I was going for. He said sheath. <sighs> uh, <laughs> By the way, Jeffrey, did hmm. you figure out which line I was talking about? No, I, I didn't. I have no oh, idea. Yeah. Seth figured it out. Well, it took me like four tries. Because <laughs> I thought it was one thing at first, and you were like, uh, no. See what yes. I'm saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I so we have you to blame saying. for that. I got it. Okay. Because, you know, now that's what I'm going to be listening for every single time she's on the air. Oh. Is her porny delivery? Oh. <laughs> Almost sounded like Edward Scissorhands was there in the studio. Now, was this just an arbitrary... Or was this like, you know, thrust parry? (laughs) It was arbitrary, (laughs) although I kept it the same each time, except for when Fortune messes it up. But, um, yeah, that was also just, um, you know, an exaggeration from the original commercial, which was all, you know, just a push-pull, twist-twist, and you can change your blades on our, you know, injector razor. Ah, I was about to ask if there was an original. Oh, there was an original. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you know, my brain went to the same place Seth's did. I was immediately hearing in my head, Trust, dodge, parry, twist! Yeah. Because it's so memorable. I think that um, machine gun line, too, might have come right out of the commercial. And it was... I found it uh, rather startling, so... Uh, machine I had to gun go right in. You know, 
Change as quick as a machine gunner, whatever that one line was. <laughs> Ridiculous. And the way Bill reads it, it makes yeah. you about jump out of your seat. <laughs> All right, so what was what was the line, Jim? You gotta tell me. Come on. <laughs> you don't want to guess? It was, uh. That sure does make my stomach. Growl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the little pause and the, the kind of trembly way he said growl. And the way he said growl, every time I hear it, I'm rolling on the floor. It's so funny. Uh, glad you enjoyed it. You're awesome. But that wasn't from this episode, was it? That's from... No, that's from the future. Yes, we're talking about Oh, dear, now we're just going to confuse everyone. Yay. Yeah, I love Bill's read on this. <laughs> All three of you guys did that, and without me saying a word. <sighs> well, it's well, just kind of what I was going for in the script, so I, you know, I'm glad that came across. <laughs> Although I wanted to mention, though, um, here, <laughs> where she actually starts shaving her legs, I loved the sound of that. I didn't think that I was worried about finding actual sound effects that sounded like actual shaving, but that's what that sounded like to me. So, was that you actually shaving? Did you do some Foley? I did do some Foley for this episode, yes. <laughs> awesome. I should change the blade. Lucky me, the sharp stick injector comes with an I don't often have to, but in this particular case, it required it. And this sound. This mechanical sound. It's vaguely reminiscent of the um, motorized toothbrush. The toothbrush, right. Yeah. Which I think I told you about when we were starting this episode, if I remember correctly. Did you? I don't remember. To, like, keep it as, like, a, a gym? Yes. Was I talking to you about the, uh, the, the, the toothbrush before we started this episode? I can't remember now. I... I don't recall you doing so. Um, Where it's had I this, like, what I very ended up using large, like, was a uh, digital camera servo. That works. Yeah, I was remembering the uh, the uh, electric toothbrush was sounded. I, I used like a um, a um, oh, what are they called? Um, now I'm blanking on it, so I won't say what it is that I used. But I used one of them, a jackhammer, like a jackhammer noise, almost. It reminded me of that. Anyway, we now return our back to the action. To flaming aerial dun dun dun. Through New York City. Once again to the tune of GI Jive. <laughs> Steve does some great, great screams as Billingsley here. Yeah. One take wonder. <laughs> and then he sent that, which actually went on for a couple seconds more. I'd be curious to know if Steve is in fact a one-take wonder, if he, or if he just edits before he sends the lines out to us. Steve? Steve? What do you do? Steve? Can you tell us? Steve? Steve? Type in, sir. Uh, he could tell you, but then he'd have to kill you. <gasps> we don't want that to happen. 
trade secrets Let's at all. Listen in. That's Joseph. Now this was another thank you for the uh, the wonderful wacky sounds that are in my sound effects collection to make that uh, flashbacky noise. And let me compliment you once again on going for an original sound as opposed to the standard swishy, phasey, cymbal <laughs> ride sound. But you know what? I just got through using those. Actually, I think it's those very same whoosh sounds for another show. Um, but I also, yeah, I wanted something original to Dixie um, with the flashbacking noises because, yeah, those those whoosh sounds are used just way too often. There's only yeah, a few of them. A bit cliche at this point, so that was cool though. I like it. It's good. Had to, yeah, it, it had that real like almost foley esque old time radio feel to it. Mm -hmm. Indeed, it does. What did you use it in? And correct me if I'm remember. Hmm? Do you remember what sounds you used to put it together with? Like um, what's in it? I used. Um, I used a, a clock whirring noise. I, I'll have to find it what the names are, but there was uh, definitely um, the 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 xylophone. Uh, tinkering noise, and then there were like two or three other components to it all mixed together. I'll have to. I'll tell you next month. Not <laughs> <laughs> with the actual names. What I'll do is like I'll, I'll get the actual sound effects and like add them to the end of the show or something and play them one at a time, and then the the mixed version or something like that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Or ten years from now, when we come back and do the full cast commentary. <laughs> the digitally remastered version? Yes. Director's cut. No, wait. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this not the first time that Mrs. Scalzetti has been actually in person as opposed to on the phone? Yes, it is. That is... Yes, it is. He, she yep. is actually... He, she, it, they... <laughs> are there in person. And uh, Mr. Michael Moss, Mr. M once again doing a, a fabulous Edith uh, Bunker imitation. <coughs> and this is also uh, the first role for a good friend of ours, uh, Scott. Scott Walker. Yes. That's correct, Scott Walker as Mr. Leone, who's been looking into. Hi, Mike. Hi, Scott. It's his first role in a number of, uh, like, a couple of decades. Um, after moving to the SF Bay Area, he's been looking into getting back into acting and into voice acting, specifically. Very um, cool. So I've always been, I've had him in the back of my mind uh, as a potential for a couple of things, and this role just, for some reason, it just said, you know, his voice would be perfect for that. For a New York City ballet teacher in 1930s. Yeah. That makes a bunch of our friends who have gotten random roles in this show. Like One Sam of them is the beast. Yeah. Though he hasn't Scott, been hurt we got himself. Mike. Patrick as uh, Gunter. Or was I Gunter Wilhelm? Was yeah, it was Gunter. He was Gunter. You're Arnold. That's right. That's yes. right. Arnold Wilhelm. Duh. The whole joke came from. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, isn't that how Pendant started anyway? A lot of people, just friends and, and family members, being kind of sucked into this. This whole melee of fantastical audio drama. Yeah, way back when. continuing the tradition. There he is. 
such a profession is unfortunately I'm trying to remember what the song was that I used but now I can't remember sorry people <laughs> my brain is dead today you work too hard sir <sighs> or not enough as some people think <laughs> and these were actually uh, generic boy um uh, like high school and and junior high school sound effects crowd scenes sound effects um, that I found in my collection I haven't actually used before so it was kind of interesting to go through the the crowd because um, the most uh, most of the ones I have are like uh, either men and women or like casino noises or stadium crowds or or audience crowds like in a theater um, but hidden within there were these like classroom uh, not classroom but uh, uh, by the school type of uh, crowd noises so yeah, that could yay, they be got a, to be used that'd be a little harder to fully yourself I would imagine and there were also there were some in like in some kind of they weren't in English um, so I actually used some of those mixed them in at a lower level to give it kind of um, the, the effect that there were more kids there Ah. Uh, a bit more of ambience. Um, so in the background, you may be able to hear murmuring in... I don't even know what language it, it is. But anyway, it's in well, You know, New York's very multicultural, so I'm sure there's people speaking other languages around, you know. True. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, not everybody talks like Joey. Yeah, some of them talk like Moss Galzetti. <laughs> So yeah, um, talk like Scott. <laughs> this episode, um, <laughs> I had to go back and look up a lot of you know past stuff to uh, to make sure I I was tying things in like with the um, the Smoochies thing, which is from way way back in the first season, and Joey mentioning he's got oh, yeah. connections, and even the whole you know Gherkin thing from his cucumber sandwiches. So it's um, you know I had to do that like for all of these um upcoming scripts which made them a lot harder to write than the normal scripts right. because not only was there a lot more research needed to make sure I was tying up all the different loose ends and stuff but I wanted to make sure that each episode sort of like since it's spotlighting these characters and showing you you know uh, kind of like how they became who they are I wanted to make sure it you know like right. served the characters really well so um, it was a little nerve wracking doing it uh, you know being a little worried I wasn't going to do them justice or something but it's um, my my hope is that after people listen to these, like these last ten, if you go back and listen to the show again, it'll be like kind of a different experience going through because you'll know from the beginning why a lot of the people are the way they are, and you should see things they say like in the first season or two that you might have like glossed over before, but that'll make more sense once you know the end of the show. So that's right. that's kind of the hope. I don't know. Hopefully, I'll pull it off. We'll see how it goes. I'll have to listen in. I like Lost. <laughs> kind of like hopefully Lord of the Rings the many endings <laughs> no not like that <laughs> not there's like only going to be one ending okay <laughs> okay not like Battlestar Galactica oh absolutely where there was not. no ending <clears throat> more like uh Dixie Stenberg, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. In fact, you can even say this show's ending will be exactly like the Dixie Stenberg ending, so. 
Oh, I know. Cool. Spoilers. Watch I out. Can't wait. As it should be. If, if you're going to rip <laughs> off somebody, it might as well be yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Well spoken. Good rule of thumb. Yes, there was a little bit of the uh, the suit uh, the suit sound effects, the suit movements or clothing movement noises. I think it was a either it wasn't a leather uh, sounds, but I think that it, it was marked suit sounds. But it stood in for Joey rolling up his sleeve. I thought pretty well. It sounded perfect to me. Yeah. So I think it worked. Woo-hoo. Yeah, me too. He saved the day. So that's how he got the tattoo. But do they, to this day, do they know he has the tattoo? Yeah. He shows it off like in like the first I meant episode. The, the, I, I meant the actual the Toshino family. Do they know he's got the? Oh, tattoo? do they know? I I, I don't. Will know. that come back though? Uh, I don't imagine that will be coming back up. No. Joey struggled with his controls. But anyway, back to the uh, <laughs> classic future. The past future. Or, yeah. I thought Back to the Future was rather topical considering the recent uh, casting announcements. Oh. And, oh, on this, in, well for Joey's plane, he doesn't actually, um, there are a few episodes beforehand where people have, like, opened the canopy and mm-hmm. jumped out. He actually, he actually just busts out. Like an injector system. Even though there wasn't an injection system back then much, I think. He just did it the manly way, you know. Mm. Yes, he did. Yeah, I'm he did pretty that. sure there weren't <laughs> teleporting airplanes either. <laughs> <laughs> Only pretty sure, though. You don't know for sure. It could have been covered up. That's true. That's true. It, that's, that's classified. Sorry, can't talk about that. Exactly. What about me? Isn't anyone concerned? Nope, not concerned <laughs> at all. I am. Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. I'm in here. Pete Milan as Freudenberg. I don't like all these missions the battalion has so very far away from us. I don't like knowing we cannot help them in their army. Why, why, why? Who's going to help me? I'll help you. <laughs> to a fist in your face. <laughs> See, it's just too easy. It catches. Everybody likes it. Fun for the whole family. Yeah. Now I was wondering if we should put uh, while um, Scalzetti's talking in the end credits of doing like a uh, uh, a parachute noise or like outside noises, like he's like in midair. <laughs> but I'd never actually done that with any of the other end credits, like when people have been stuck in, in airplanes right. or, or anything like that. So it would have been an interesting, funny movement, but it wouldn't have been con- uh, con- good continuity-wise. Right. It wouldn't have been consistent. <laughs> right. That too. Flashy Becky episode. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I could listen to uh, uh, Perry say Flashy Becky in Benedict's voice all day long. Oh, yeah. Flashy Becky. Okay, I'm going to make a funny of that in the blooper reel. <laughs> Everyone who says Flashy Becky. 
I hear a song brewing. Yeah, I like that one that, that Mike did of the, oh, are you sure? He does. He's such a good man. Hooligans. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, I wanted him to have that, that warble in his voice as, as parents often do. Mm. She sounds like an evil queen. Yeah. So, Jeffrey, have we seen the last of Geist? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. <laughs> hey, I didn't do it. How could I tell that was your phone? I know who it is, but I didn't do it. Ursula <laughs> Unger. Mike there Winters. was no Bond theme there, not at all. Pay no attention to the Bond theme. What Bond theme? What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> Mike Winters just... Uh, I need to hear more of his outtakes. Wait a minute. No, I don't. Doesn't even sound like Falkenstein anymore. <laughs> he's serious. Yeah, yeah, these moments of lucidity are yeah, really he's kind had of. had a couple of those. <sighs> They're kind of you'll, scary. You'll learn more about those. those oh, good. Rare moments of lucidity. I was wondering if we were going to get the same treatment for the Scar Trooper, for the the Zeta Squad. Oh yeah. Oh, oh for the Scar Troopers too. Well, there's not that many episodes yet, <laughs> so we're sticking mostly yeah. just to the mains, you know. Aww. Don't forget them, Jeffrey! Yeah! <laughs> we won't be forgotten. Who could forget them? Not oh, no bunch for you. And their bunks. Can't forget them. And their bunks. <laughs> it's impossible. my friends, is a lovable Nazi truly a Nazi at all? M. Ciro Garcia as... That's a good point. Is a lovable Nazi truly a Nazi? Hmm. I'm gonna go with yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go with yes. <laughs> and, and reference <laughs> Inglorious Bastards as proof. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Pickens as Robot True. <laughs> He's got a swastika carved into his forehead. Now the the robots will get things to do before the end of the season two. Yes. Oh, They'll yes. have like a final showdown or or not final showdown or. You will see them. There'll be like hot robot on robot action. <laughs> Fret not. Okay. Just check. How about both? Ooh. Yeah. That'll do. And the robot dollar is making an appearance there. Yeah, well, they were mentioning back making in the out and beating the snot out of each other simultaneously. It'd be great. It's the commercial announcer. Why do you dislike us so much? Why do you slithery skin sack? Slithery skin sack. Oh, go on. This is Seth, I'm sure. Stay tuned next time as the chase is on. Only at PendantAudio.com. The chase is on. YouTube. Uh. you tonight by the Yes, I know. I'm all puns today. And remember. <laughs> and bad jokes. And yet another humorous ending line read. Like a machine gun. <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a line read. Well done, Bill. <laughs> she said thrust. I like how she rolled her R there, like Noel always does. That was very nice.
America. And <coughs> good night. <laughs> Thank you for using that version. You need to be strong and healthy and fit and How could I use any other, dude? Someday or some damn thing, maybe a melon or a quince. <laughs> and this was just Mike going off. The actual, the very last little bit after this, that was the best yeah. part. I literally, like, almost shot Diet Coke out my nose. So funny. Here it comes. Awesome. Here it comes. Drink your Diet Coke Be now. Be for it. Hurry <laughs> Thanks for listening. Actually, I'd rather have a pomelo. Thank you, Mike. And <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh... And another episode is behind us. Thank you, gentlemen. And thank you all Woo! for listening in. Fear not, there will be another episode next month, which means more of us yakking, yakking, yakking. Have a good and evening. And our phones off first. That, thank yeah, you, yeah, gentlemen. Probably a good idea. <laughs> I'll thank you, sir. Next month. And you, sir. And Woo! good night. Good night.